0: Welcome back to another episode of Phantom Thoughts. Today, I want to dive down into the lair of the purple worm, chasing a topic I was going to cover on my first podcast before I got sidetracked, as I often do. <laughs> 3D6 in order, method of generating ability scores. Uh, this is the method that often, often seems to be favored by those in the OSR that, that utilize the BX version of the game of Dungeons and & Dragons and the retro clones and games inspired by that version. So I wanted to really just take a look at the various versions of Dungeons and & Dragons and see where does 3D6 in order fit in? Not surprisingly, it first shows up in od where that is the only method mentioned for ability scores. But I was surprised to find that in the BX version and the later Beckme versions, it was not in fact straight 3D6 in order. It was 3D6 in order... With some alterations, you could take points from other ability scores and apply them to the prime requisite for whatever class it was that you were wanting to play. There were actually a lot of rules, whereas three to six in order would be a pretty simple concept, was that you would take two points from one score to raise a point in your prime requisite, but that no score could be lowered below nine. Dexterity could not be lowered at all, though it could be raised if that was your prime attribute. And Constitution Charisma could not be changed. A little more complex version from the OD&D 3D6 in order. And those were the only versions that really only mentioned 3D6 in order. From that point on, you had usually a multitude of methods to choose from. AD&D First Edition actually didn't have straight 3D6 in order as one of its methods. The four methods there were 4D6 and arrange to taste. Roll 3D6 12 times and then choose and arrange. 3D6 six times each in order, which is the closest thing he came to 3D6 in order. Roll 3D6 in order for 12 characters and then pick a character. Actually, that may be closer than the other method. And then if you go to a little later in the first edition of AD&D to the Unearthed Arcana book, they added method five where you selected your class and then you rolled on this table that they had built for each ability for each class with a different number of D6 being for each ability score. Anywhere from 3D6 for one ability score up to 96 for what would be a prime attribute for that. Particular class. The only thing they really had in common was you were going rolling a total of forty-two dice in total, whatever class you picked. But it could be forty-six, five d 6d6, depending on the ability score you were rolling for. In second edition ad they did have straight three d six in order as one of the choices, but they had five other choices: three d six two times, three d six and arrange as you will 3d6 two times and arrange as you will 4d6 and arrange and the the sixth choice was every ability score starts at an 8 you roll seven dice and you can add the dice as you will with not, but you couldn't have more than an 18 maximum for any ability score DD 3rd edition had four choices what they called organic, which was 46 in order. Reroll 1, switch 2. I'm not sure how that qualifies as organic, but okay. 3d6, and then a range, which they called customized average. Random average, which was 3d6 in order, so it did appear in third edition. And high powered, 5d6 in a range. The, what they called the floating reroll, where you rolled 46 and rerolled the lowest and then arranged. And then this is the first edition of the point-by system, where all abilities started at 8. You had 25 points to spend. And then to raise the abilities above 8, you would spend a point to get a point until you got to 13. From 14 to 16, you would spend 2 points to get a point in that attribute. And for 17 and 18, you would have to add 3 points to get to that point. And they even added some tiers to that to change the starting points anywhere from 15 to 32, depending on if you wanted low or high powered. And then there was also a default array. This is the first appearance of the default array, where you would have a 15, a 14, a 13, a 12, a 10, and an 8, and just arrange them as you wanted. D&D 4th edition had a standard array, 16, 14, 13, 12, 11, and 10. So a little higher than the 3rd edition. They had a customized what they called customized scores, which was another point system where you would start with one ability score at eight and five at ten, and then you would have twenty two points to spend. going from up from the numbers from nine to thirteen, you'd spend one point each, fourteen to sixteen two each, seventeen three points, eighteen four points. and then the third method was forty six and a range. and then of course, current 5th edition 46 to arrange the standard array this time 15 14 13 12 10 and 8 and their variant their variant system was the point by system everything starts with 8s you have 27 points to spend from 9 to 13 you spend 1 point each from 14 to 15 2 points each and that's it you couldn't even get 16 17 18 while I was looking over, how often do you see 3D6 in order? One thing I noticed was that the orders kept changing. In OD&D, it was Strength, Intelligence, Wisdom, Constitution, Dexterity, Charisma. In BX, it was Strength, Intelligence, Wisdom, Dexterity, then Constitution, then Charisma. me was the same as BX. AD&D was the same. And so was AD&D Second Edition. So that strength, intelligence, wisdom, dexterity, constitution, then charisma, it stuck as the standard for most of the TSR era after OD&D. Then, then D&D Third Edition changed it up again: strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, charisma. Fourth Edition was strength, constitution, dexterity, intelligence, wisdom, charisma, and then in Fifth Edition went back to strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, charisma. The only consistencies in the order of the ability scores was strength was always first and charisma was always last. But those middle four were always getting mixed mixed up together. So what's the point of all this? Other than my own weirdness in trying to figure out how far 3d6 in order went and how prevalent it was. A lot, in a lot of ways, the ability scores are viewed as, what is this game? Low fantasy, high fantasy, high powered fantasy. Uh, there are a lot of people in the OSR I've heard that kind of, kind of refer to the modern editions as being superheroes. But here's the thing. The one version of D&D where 3D6 in order was the only option for generating ability scores, OD&D, the characters were still definitely superheroes. OD&D was very much linked with with the chainmail system for conducting fantasy war game battles. The basic the basic combat system in OD&D was the fantasy combat system from the chainmail rules. It said, said so right there in the rules. What we know as standard D&D combat now was an alternate combat system with armor class and hit points and two hit rolls. But in the but in the chainmail system, every unit, whether it was an individual unit like a character, or an infantry unit, a cavalry unit, a monster of some kind, a giant and ogre, they were rated according to a specific unit type, and that unit type rolled six sided dice and depending on the opponent and who the opponent was, would determine how many dice you rolled for each unit and whether you were looking for just sixes for hits or fives and sixes or even fours and fives and six in order to get a hit against that unit. In that system, individual player characters were designed to be able to stand up against entire units of troops. So a fighter or even a magic user could go toe to toe with a unit of infantry and not only hope to win, they probably should win. because It required simultaneous hits to kill units. It wasn't just, okay, you rolled this many hits this turn, the infantry rolled this many hits this turn, so that knocked down some hit points. That wasn't the way it worked. You had to roll. If it took six hits to kill a hero character, you had to roll those six hits simultaneously. So if the infantry unit was a low-quality unit, they might not even be rolling six dice. They would have no chance to even kill the PCs. That's pretty super heroic. So I think sometimes we we look at low fantasy because there's this notion of in the OSR that it was always this kind of they're just normal people or slightly better than normal people, but they've always been fantastic people. They've always been heroes. They've always been super. That's the game. Other games may be a little grimmer, a little more difficult, and that's not to say It's not difficult for me around this world because it's a fantastic world. I mean, it has giants and dragons in it. So it's going to be difficult sometimes. But I think sometimes the way we look back at particularly the BX era that seems to be so popular is this notion that it was difficult because the characters were ordinary or just slightly above average. The reason it was difficult was because there wasn't the almost obsession we have these days with balance. In a lot of RPGs where you're putting the characters against an even situation. A lot of the old school ways of playing were just, here's the world. And there's a dragon over here. And if you want to go after the dragon, you can. But you might want to gain some experience, find some magic, find some allies before you go after that dragon. And that's really what made the old school systems so deadly. It was just it was just that you can go anywhere and you can do anything. The freedom that comes with an RPG above a board game or even a video game where there are limits, you can go anywhere. You can do anything, but there could be consequences. So 3D6 in order. od absolutely. BX, kind of, but not straight 3D6 in order. ad not even an option. AD&D 2nd edition, 3rd edition, it's an option, but it's one of many. And 4th and 5th edition, it's not an option at all. Even in the TSR era, it wasn't a standard. And even in the 10 TSR era, it wasn't meant to make the characters ordinary. That's my take. What about you? What's yours? The music in this episode was Strength of the Titans and Late Night Radio by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com Licensed under creative commons by attribution 4.0 license. creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 4.0.